Hey everybody, welcome to Here's a Deal with Rick Countryman. I am glad you're listening to the podcast. Uh, that's where I know the majority of you hear this. I know there's many of you watching this on my Facebook Live. Uh, Here's the Deal with Rick Countryman Facebook page. Um, but anyway, I'm glad you're joining me today. I want to make sure you understand that this program that you're listening to or watching is uh, my own personal um, page. It's my own personal podcast. This has nothing to do with the church that I serve at, okay, which is why I can, you know, we're in a political season right now, and I'm going to be talking about one particular candidate that I support, um, and that is uh, Joni Greep. And she's running for Sylvan School Board District 5. I'm in her district. And she's an incredible Christian uh, uh, gal, uh, a wife, a mother. Uh, she's just super passionate uh, uh, about kids. She's a nurse. And you're going to hear me talking a whole lot about her in the weeks and months to come. And I'm doing it as a private citizen, not as a pastor of Big Valley Grace or the church that I serve at. Okay, this is my own personal page. So many of you asked that because of what I did last um, last week. But today on the program, I want to talk about why people are leaving the church, okay? And uh, there are a lot of legitimate reasons why a person would leave one church and go to another, like maybe the pastor begins to preach unbiblical messages. That would be a good reason to get up and get out of that church. Another reason would be that you move, right? You move to another town, another city or whatever, and you move. There are legitimate reasons why people leave churches, and I'm going to talk about those in, in just a moment. The reason why the, the camera is shaking is because my dog's underneath here hitting the deal. So, uh, but what I need to really lay out, I need you to really pay attention to this, okay? Because this is, um, it's really theological, it's really weighty that you understand this, okay? If you give your life to Jesus Christ, if, if you truly surrendered your life to Christ, if you denied yourself, you've taken up your cross and you're following Jesus, you're a part of the church, okay? Um, you're a part of the called out one. That's a, a Greek word, uh, church, ecclesia. It means the called out ones. If God really drew you to himself and you're a, a part of God's family, you are a part of the church, okay? And um, what's important to understand is this, is that um, the building is not the church. We call it, hey, I'll see you down at the church. It's really not the church. All the building is, is a brick and mortar building. It's where the called out ones, it's where the church, I am the church. I've given my life to Christ. So I'm a part of the ecclesia. I'm a part of the called out ones. And so on, let's just say Sunday morning, we all gather in a building to worship. Okay. That building is not the church. We as human beings are the church. So I want to make sure that that you understand that, okay? I'm gonna talk about why true believers, real Christians, maybe aren't going uh, to the brick and mortar building anymore, 
All right. Now there are, uh, there is this movement where people are deconstructing their, their faith, right? They're, they, they will tell you, I was a follower of Christ and, and now I'm not a follower of Christ anymore. I want you to know it's impossible. Uh, if you truly are a part of the called out ones, if you truly are a part of the elect, those that were predestined, if God actually did call you, 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 you can't walk away from that. What you can do is there's a lot of people, and I've known a lot of them that have gone to church and become a member of a church and served at a church and gave money to their church, talked a lot about Jesus, sang a lot of songs about Jesus, did a lot of Bible studies about Jesus, and after, you know, a year or five years or 10 years or 20 years, they walked away. What you found out was they really weren't a true believer. They were just in a church building but they weren't really a part of the called out ones, okay? I'm talking about why people who truly know Jesus, really, they're, they're true followers of Christ, why they're not going to church anymore. And I'm gonna kind of run through these. I'm not gonna try to give a defense for any of them or talk about why they don't make any sense. These are just legitimate things that literally I've talked to people about or I've read about. There's been numerous studies done on this. I'm just going to give you a few, okay? I may do a number of these over the next few weeks because I think it's somewhat interesting. I hope you do. Some of you asked about it. But let me give you what I think is the number one reason why believers, true believers, people have truly given their life over to Christ, why they no longer attend a brick-and-mortar building anymore. And that is this. Number one, they simply got out of the habit of going to church. They got out of the habit of it. And I, I don't, I don't know what got them out of the habit. I, I think, uh, these last couple of years, what got people out of the habit was the pandemic. And a lot of churches made the decision, uh, based, their leaders made the decision that for a season we need to shut down. And so they just got in the habit of watching from home and their PJs or whatever, and they could drink their coffee and, you know, didn't have to get ready and brush their teeth and comb their hair and their TV is really big and clear and all of that. And uh, churches worked really hard to make the online experience, if you will, really top of the line. And so people just got used to watching at home. And uh, so they don't come down to the brick and mortar building anymore. They just got out of the habit of doing that. I know some people who during the summer, their children play sports, uh, soccer. And so the entire summer, you know, every Sunday, they're at a soccer match. And after, you know, two or three months of that, they just got out of the habit. And guess what? School started up in September and they hadn't been going to church in three or four months. They just got out of the habit of going to church. Another word you might use is they just, they just weren't disciplined anymore to go to church. And so I see that as a, as a big one. Remember, we're just talking about going to the brick and mortar building. If you know Christ as your Savior, you are a part of the church. You're a part of the called out ones. You're the ecclesia. I'm simply talking about why people aren't going to the, why some people aren't going to the brick and mortar building anymore. Number one, they just got out of the habit. I'll give you another one. And this one's a big one. Uh, a lot of people stopped going to church when they graduated from high school. That was uh, a big one. It's my dog barking, if you can, you can hear that. And it is 
Um, it's huge. They, they, here you have a student, a boy or a girl, grew up in their parents' home. They know Christ as their Savior. They were involved in the church. They would go to youth group. They would do those kinds of things. And then they graduated, maybe went off to college, and they just never, they just never found a church. They didn't even think about, man, I better have a church lined up when I get away to college that I can get plugged into a college group that I could get plugged into or whatever. And so they graduated and they got off to college and guess what? They just stopped going. And this kind of relates to number one. They just finally got out of the habit of it. And so they got involved in their schoolwork. They got involved in doing homework and all of that. They didn't have a church that they really thought about. And so they graduated from school, went off to uh, college and and that was kind of the the end of of that. And I think number one and number two are somewhat re- related, if, if you will. Uh, I would say another one that's pretty big is that you know what somebody at the church hurt me. Somebody you know another another Christian hurt me. A pastor hurt me. Somebody in my small group hurt me. Somebody who was in the choir or the orchestra or the band hurt me. Um, and so because I was hurt by that person, I've made the decision that I'm not going to go there anymore. And once again, I'm not saying any of these are valid reasons why a person should leave a church, okay? I'm just telling you, these are the things that research tells us about and things that I have heard personally. Uh, I don't believe any of these are good reasons, okay? But man, I was hurt by somebody. You know, I can't tell you how many people have told me over my 40 years of being at a particular church, hey, the reason why I left the church was you. You hurt me. I tried calling you. You wouldn't meet with me. You hurt my feelings. You weren't uh, kind. You weren't nice. You were, you know, you were too edgy, you, you know, whatever all the words are. And so they chose to leave the the, the, the church. Um, give you another one. They didn't have their felt needs met. Uh, I had a need. I, I, um, you know, I, I came to the church and said, Hey, listen, I, I need a car to get to and from work. And the church didn't, you know, get me the car. Uh, I went to church and, and I asked for help as it related to, you know, paying my mortgage payment and the church wouldn't help me. Uh, I went to the church and I needed food and the church wouldn't help me. Um, uh, I needed some some work done on my teeth and I didn't have the money. And so I went to the church to see if someone could take care of my teeth and they wouldn't help me. In other words, a person had a felt need, a real need, and they went to the church and the church, for whatever reason, didn't help them. And once again, I don't think this is a good reason to leave a church. Going to church isn't about having our needs met. Going to church is about worshiping the one true living God. And, and, and there's a reason why God thought this thing up called the church. But that is a reason why. I've, I've heard that. I've heard people say that about my own church. You know, I went and they wouldn't give me any gas money, you know, or, and then I come to find out we've been giving this person a lot of gas m- money. And there just came a moment where we said, you know, we can't do it anymore. Uh, or someone said, hey, will you make my mortgage payment? And we, we just don't, those are things we just normally don't do. And so uh, someone says, well, I'm done. I'm not going to your church anymore. 
And uh, so they leave because a felt need isn't met. Um, here's another one. Uh, they never got connected with others from the church. In other words, they came and, you know, they, they, they sat in a row and, you know, looked at the back of someone's neck for an hour and a half on Sunday morning and then got up and left. They, they never got involved in a ministry where they met other people. They, they weren't involved in being an usher or a greeter or, you know, in the band or singing. They didn't get involved in the men's ministry, women's ministries or CR or whatever it might be, celebrate recovery. They just never got connected, didn't go to a, a life group. And so after a while, you know, they just kept coming. And because they didn't connect with anybody, they decided they were going to leave. And the only way you're going to get connected to somebody is you got to step out and join a group and go to men's ministries, women's ministries, go to, you know, start serving somewhere, uh, you know, whatever it might be. Get involved in a home group, start a home group and invite people to your home. And if you never, you know, take a step, I don't care what church you go to. It's going to be very, very, very difficult. Um, uh, here's another one. Well, it's because the church is always asking for my money. I decided I'm not going there anymore. And the reality is, um, you know, uh, the electric company doesn't give us our electricity at the church for free. The garbage company doesn't pick up our garbage for free. When we turn on the air conditioner to cool the building down or we turn on the heaters to heat the building up, that costs money. It costs money to put toilet paper in all the stalls. It costs money to clean those stalls up after all the events that go on. It costs money to have the place clean, you know, multiple times throughout the week. It costs, you know, money to have a sound system in there so you can hear. Everything, it, it just costs money to buy the curriculum for our children's ministries or youth ministries or adult ministries. It costs money to buy the music for the music ministry or whatever it might be. It costs money to buy all that coffee that your church or our church gives away for free. And the only way we pay for all of that is when we all participate in this thing called giving. God wants us to give. He doesn't need our money, but he says, hey, I want you to give. I want you to come with your first fruits. And so at our church, we take, you know, a minute, maybe, maybe a minute and a half, each week and just say, folks, hopefully you came with your gift and we sing a song and we worship God and we give our gifts to the Lord and then our elders use it to make sure that there's chairs. Those chairs didn't grow on trees, man. We had to go out and buy chairs, right? And we all participate in, in that moment. And so, yes, every week when our church gathers, we say, hey, are you, I hope you brought your gift. Uh, we, we need it. We, that we're a part of a big family and we all need to pitch in here. And so it's a, it's kind of a crazy reason to leave a church. I, I do believe some churches make a big deal about it than they probably ought to. Some I don't think make big, a big enough deal about it. I think we do it just right, you know, in my opinion. But to leave a church over the fact that they're asking you to bring your gift to the Lord, it kind of tells you a little bit about maybe your maturity in Christ, or maybe it tells you whether you really know the Lord or, at all. But that is a, certainly a reason why. I'm going to give you two more, okay? Uh, this one's a big one. It's because a person has sin in their life, unrepentant sin. And so the last place a person wants to go if they got unrepentant sin in their life is to go to church, right? 
where we're singing about God and his glory, where the, we're praying, we're having communion, we're baptizing, we're, we're hearing the word of God preached. If you're, if you're refusing to repent of sin, man, the last place you want to go is a place that reminds you of the Lord, reminds you of God. And so a lot of people, they'll make up all kinds. Of, they'll tell you it's because of the money. They'll tell you, you know, all kinds. Somebody hurt me. They'll give a reasons why when it, the reality is, the reason why they're not there is because they have unrepentant sin in their life. Now, I'm somebody who believes, listen, if you go out on Friday night and do something stupid and sinful or Saturday night, you do something sinful or stupid, the greatest place you could be is in church on Sunday morning and come and say, God, I'm so sorry. I want to worship you. Thank for, thank you for the forgiveness that we find in, in Christ. But that's a reason why people stop going to the brick and mortar building. And I'm going to end with this one. And it's the one that I think is the craziest of all. And that is they don't like the pastor. Or they get a new pastor, and we don't like the new pastor. And I've been on both ends of that, okay? I became the pastor of Big Valley Grace after we had a pastor. And there were a number of people who left the church. They, they, didn't, they didn't like me. They didn't like my hair, my mustache. They didn't like how I preached. My preaching was too deep. It wasn't deep enough. I, I talked too much about this. You, didn't, you, know, you, you weren't doing this. Well, whatever the reasons were they decided that they were going to leave. And that had to do with them. That, that was them. Their needs weren't being met. There was something within them that made them leave. And I certainly wasn't going to try to become all things to all men. I had to just be me. And so people left because I was the new guy. Okay, well, about a year ago, two years ago, whatever it was, I handed off the senior pastor role at my church to Joel Boone. And he's doing a fantastic job. I'm honored to have him as my pastor. I think he's a really solid Bible teacher. He teaches the word, the whole word, nothing but the word. I'm always encouraged and convicted when I go to church. I just think that the kid's amazing. But there were a lot of people who said, you know what? I'm going to change churches. I don't like Joel. He's too tall. He's not tall enough. His hair is too crazy. His beard is weird. I don't like how he teaches. He doesn't teach like you, Rick. And so, once again, there was something within them that made them leave. It wasn't a theological issue. It, it, it wasn't, you know, he, was, he wasn't teaching the word. It was simply him. And because they didn't like him, and because they didn't like him, they were going to leave. And so these are some of the reasons why uh, people just get out of the habit. And I think that's the number one reason. And I talked about that. They left after they graduated from high school and went off to college. They, they, they thought about the room and board and they got all their classes together and they bought all their books. But one of the things they never thought about was what church am I going to go to? What church am I going to be involved in? They didn't do any research on it. Uh, number three, they got hurt by somebody at the church. Somebody hurt them. Uh, their felt needs weren't being met. That was the fourth one I talked about. Number five, they just never got connected with anybody. They just came to church and looked at the back of someone's neck for an hour and a half and never got connected um, because they just asked for money. seems like the church, all they cared about was money. Uh, sin is one of the things that keeps people from coming to the brick and mortar building. And then last but not least, because they just didn't like the new pastor. And so those are some of the reasons. That's not a comprehensive list, 
Those are some of the things that I personally have dealt with with people who have left our church, Big Valley Grace. I've talked with many, I, I, you know, thousands of conversations I've had over my four decades here with people in other churches who have left those churches. Obviously, I've read a lot of the research papers that are done on this, and there are lots of reasons. I just wanted to share with you these. Maybe next week I'll do some, some more of these. Maybe you have a reason why you left your church. Go ahead and, and leave a message, okay? Hey, listen, everybody, make sure you hit share. Get this out if you're watching on the uh, Facebook Live. If you're listening to the podcast, leave a five-star rating. It really does help get the, the podcast out there. And I so appreciate all of you watching or listening each week, okay? Blessings, everybody.